My name is Matthew Becker. I'm a husband, a level one CrossFit trainer, a CrossFit affiliate owner, personal trainer, Olympic lifting coach, lawyer, blogger, employer, mentor. Oh, and I own a retired racing greyhound. I have a lot on my plate and I gotta keep moving forward. In business, they say if you aren't growing, you are dying. So to keep moving forward, I have to improve by 1% every day. It's called the aggregation of marginal gains. It requires me to optimize my life as much as possible. On the Stronger Revolution podcast, I share strategies with you so that you can improve your life by 1% every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Stronger Revolution. We are here in the middle of the holiday season of 2018. Uh, it's been quite a busy season this year, and uh, I've been trying to put together my show notes and my ideas and getting everything written down so that I could put out a good episode, especially as we lead into 2019. I, uh, I didn't originally plan this episode to come out right now as we move into 2019 with the new year coming up. It just happened to work out that way. So sure enough, today's episode, episode number eight of The Stronger Revolution, is going to be on goal-setting strategies. So now you see why it's rather appropriate that uh, we are going to talk about these things right as we move into 2019. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm going to spend the next you know, 20 or 30 minutes talking to you about how to make New Year's resolutions and actually keep those New Year's resolutions, etc. I was just talking with somebody yesterday about not necessarily the silliness of New Year's resolutions. I, I can't say that I'm going to ever criticize somebody for setting a New Year's resolution, but just sort of like the hype that New Year's resolutions get and then the complete um, unnecessary stress that we put on ourselves to try to carry out these New Year's resolutions. I mean, from my perspective, if it's that important to you, it doesn't matter whether it's New Year's or not. Just set a goal and try to change your life in a positive way. Actually, in today's episode, hopefully we're going to talk about um, strategies that you guys can use in order to sort of determine what those changes are that you want to make to your life and then implement these strategies in order to effectively make those changes. As we get started into this episode, one of the things that I want to identify very early on is what is the actual uh, practical problem that we are trying to address in today's episode? And that, I guess, vaguely, as I've stated already, is goal setting and achievement. Uh, but the common cycle that people get caught in when it comes to goal setting and achievement is this endless cycle of setting the new goal, becoming motivated, taking steps to implement that goal, starting toward that goal, somehow becoming uh, demotivated, discouraged, or derailed from that goal, giving up, resetting it, coming up with some kind of justification as to why we didn't achieve it or no longer want to achieve that goal, and then we just move on to something else. And we end up in this perpetual loop of never actually getting anywhere. Um, or we get really far and we get really close to achieving the goal and then we just revert back to our old habits and we never reach the goal of actually making any kind of positive change to our life. So that's the primary uh, goal. <laughs> Sorry. That's the primary reason for this episode is to try to kick us out of that cycle. 
All right. One of the ways that we can start to kick out of that cycle is by implementing various strategies when we even start to set a goal. From the very beginning, we can start to set various different strategies or steps along the way that we can use to track progress, to set deadlines, to follow along and make sure that we are reaching smaller goals within the larger goal scheme and ultimately get there, make the change, live the change, adjust our habits, change our lives, and ultimately, bringing us back to the reason that we are listening to this, help us live more toward our purpose through the aggregation of marginal gains. So far, let's uh, recap what brings us up to, to where we are in this episode. We've talked about our purpose, and we've talked about how we uh, can use the concept of the aggregation of marginal gains to live a little bit more of our purpose every day, right? That is the end goal. We've got our purpose. We've defined what that is. We've talked about what your values are, what your your three pillars are, which are the three more, most important things that you want to do on a daily basis, all right, and how to bring all of that into alignment. And then through the aggregation of marginal gains, we become 1% better every day toward living uh, with that purpose in mind. However, it's not enough to simply say that we're going to live out our purpose and then try to get 1% better every day. In the end, that's going to beg the question, what are you getting 1% better at? In reality, Living out our purpose is simply setting a series of goals that bring our life and purpose more into alignment and then achieving those goals. So we're going to look at what our purpose is in living our life. And then we're going to look at what we are going to do, right? Those three pillars in order to carry out that purpose. And then what we need to do is try to to bring those two things into alignment so that we are spending the most time of our day on those three things, i.e. living out our purpose in whatever way, maybe that's helping other people, maybe that's um, you trying to become the best person, most influential person in your life, whatever it is. That is the ultimate end goal is to bring those things into alignment. So let me use an example quickly because oftentimes it helps as we get into these, um, I guess, more overarching theories and, and concepts here, it makes it a lot easier if I provide an example. So let's say that the purpose of my gym, the thing that I love to talk about most in all of my examples, is to build better people. One of the ways that I'm going to promote or live out or what I'm going to do through the gym in order to build better people is through volunteer and service opportunities. Because one of the three ways, I think I've mentioned this in the past, we're going to talk about it again in the future, that I believe you increase happiness in your life is by donating your time, not just your money, to serving other people or through volunteer service that ends up helping somebody else. That is a goal, okay? So for the next year at the gym, I'm going to help my members become better through service and volunteer. So at this point, I've got sort of like this overarching goal. Now I need to narrow that goal a little bit with something that is trackable. So I might sit down with the other my other employee at the gym and I might say, okay, in 2019, 
we want to increase our outreach at the gym to five volunteer opportunities in 2019. Wonderful. That's a trackable goal. At the end of 2019, going into 2020, I can very easily look and see, okay, did we hit that goal? Did we do at least five volunteer projects at the gym in 2019? If we didn't, then goal not achieved. If we did, then goal achieved. Once we have that goal in mind, we must then identify the actionable steps that will bring us closer to that goal. And these actionable steps are the 1% gains that you're looking for on a daily basis. Right? Let me sort of put that a different way. Once you have your overarching goal, once you have what it is that you want to achieve, one of the things we're going to one of one of the strategies we're going to talk about here in a couple of minutes is reverse engineering that goal into actionable steps. It's not enough just to say that I want to um, expand the gym's outreach to five volunteer opportunities in 2019. That's not enough. We're never going to get there if we never do anything to get there. Right? We need actionable steps. We need to break this down. Okay, I recognize that we want to hit these five volunteer opportunities. Well, what's next? Well, what do I need to do on a monthly basis? What do I need to do on a weekly basis? What do I need to do on a daily basis? What do I need to do today to help me reach that goal? Those are the actionable steps that are going to take me closer to that goal. And if I break down those actionable steps and today I complete one of those actionable steps toward that goal, I have increased my aggregation of marginal gains by 1% closer to that goal. And then tomorrow I'm going to take another step and I'm 1% closer to that goal. And if I continue this process over a series of days, weeks, months, I'm going to get to that goal because eventually those steps are going to start to compound on each other. And even though it's a little bit every day, maybe tomorrow, I just look up the phone number um, to a couple of different uh, service organizations that I think would be good for volunteer opportunities. That's 1%. The day after that, I start to make phone calls. There's another 1%. The day after that, I finally get a call back from somebody and we start to talk about the opportunities that are available. There's my next 1%. And all of a sudden, three days later, I've made a contact, I've told this person who we are, and I've set steps in motion to actually go out and fulfill part of the goal through one service organization. So that sort of gives you an outline and an example of how we can start taking our goals, break them down into actionable steps, and then watch as those actionable steps get ticked away as we get 1% better toward achieving that goal. And we're going to do this with like every little aspect of our life. Okay, and then that's how we identify, as we've talked about in episode two, you know, you get one aspect of your life and then you look at it on that um, sick, well-fit arc and you determine how fit or how well you want to be in this aspect of your life. That's your goal. What's your marginal steps now that you can take to help you reach that goal? Those are your 1% gains. So here's where we're going to head through probably the remainder of this episode, how we've gotten here, and then coming up in the next few episodes as well. We've talked about bringing focus into our life, right? That's what we did through purpose. That's what we did through values. That's what we did through our three pillars. If you've gone through these steps, you are now, should be, laser focused on what it is you should be doing every day. We've identified 
how we want to live our life, and what is important to us. On the last two episodes, we went through steps on how to look at different opportunities, how to assess those opportunities, and how to make better decisions in our life. Today, we're going to talk about how to set goals, and then in the next few episodes, we're going to talk about how to approach everyday life to better optimize what we are trying to do to achieve those goals. From there, we're going to start talking about practical, actionable steps you can take and changes you can make in your life that will help you along the way. Right? Not everything that we do is going to be directly about that goal that we want to achieve. For example, if I set a goal in 2019 of let's say I want to back squat 400 pounds, not everything I do on a daily basis is going to involve me lifting weights, jumping on box jumps, increasing the explosiveness out of the bottom of the squat, okay? One of the things I might try to change in order to help me get to that 400-pound squat are my sleeping habits. Where we're going to go once we define sort of how to optimize what we're going to do on a daily basis, like with goals, and we talked about decisions, we're going to talk about a couple other things in this category. What we're going to start talking about are those individual aspects of our life that we can change that may not be directly related to the goal that you want to achieve, but are going to have some kind of an impact on that goal. And then those end up becoming their own individual goals, and we can start to break those down with the same strategies that we're going to talk about today in order to increase that aspect of our life by 1% every day. Are you starting to get a picture here of how we put all of this together and what the aggregation of marginal gains is really all about? So let's get down to actually talking about this goal stuff. These are the strategies that you can use to start setting goals properly and then actually achieving them. First is a common theme to the show and something that we've actually talked about in the past, and that is giving yourself a purpose. We've talked about an overarching purpose to our life. What I'm talking about is Something different that may come into play when we're looking at an individual goal and the purpose behind that goal. So let's say that you decide that one of your goals in the near future is going to be that you want to get in better shape. Maybe you need to lose weight. Maybe you want to be able to run a a marathon. Maybe uh, you're just tired of sitting around on the couch. You want to go out and get more active, whatever it is. Let's just use the broad term. You want to get in better shape to simply say, I want to get in better shape might motivate you for a little while to get up off the couch and go into a gym and talk to the gym owner or the coaches and and get into a fitness program. And it may get you motivated enough to get in there and, and do some stuff for a while and get in a little bit better shape. But in the long run, if your only purpose is to get into better shape, there's a really good chance that that's going to fall off after a while and you're going to lose focus of that goal and ultimately you're going to stop going to the gym. Unfortunately, as a gym owner, I see this happen all the time. And the reason that I've come to realize as to why this happens is because people, one, don't have a great purpose behind their goal and two, they don't define the goal in any way that's measurable. And that's something that we're going to talk about, one of the strategies we're going to talk about here in a couple minutes. But first and foremost... To just say, oh, I want to get in better shape, mm, I mean, that's not a bad goal, but it's not really you know, like a really good, controlling, great goal. If I take a member who comes into the gym and says, 
I want to get in better shape, the first thing I do is I start to question that individual as to why. And we go through this about five times, okay? Why do you want to get in a better shape? Okay, why is that important to you? Okay, why is that important to you? And for example, I had an, uh, an older member come in and she talked about wanting to get into better shape, but she was struggling with the motivation to come to the gym on a multi-day, multi-times a week um, because it was a little bit inconvenient for her uh, with her work schedule and with her home schedule and everything else. So we sat down and we started to go through this exercise and, and I started asking her why. Why is it important? Why is it important? Why is that important? And eventually what we got down to was my grandkids are toddlers right now and the next year or two, they're going to grow up enough that they're going to be able to run around my backyard and I want to be able to run around the backyard with them. And that was it. There's our purpose. That is something that is very motivating for this individual So it's not really that she wants to be able to, quote unquote, get in shape, right? Yeah, that's a goal. But at the end of the day, there's no emotion behind that, at least not in her aspect. I could see where other people may have some kind of emotion attached to that statement. But in hers, that wasn't really that emotional of a statement. Now, to say, I want to get in shape so that I can run around with my grandkids in the backyards, that has emotion attached to it. Okay, that's a purpose. That's going to keep her motivated to continue to come on the days when it may not be that easy to come. So first and foremost, we have to have a purpose. And last example, because I love this example and I use it all the time, is my cigarette example. We, you've heard it before, so sorry to be redundant, but let's review. Why do we need a purpose and a goal? Nobody can contact me and give me an argument that smoking is good for you. So why do people continue to smoke? My opinion, it's because they have no reason or purpose to stop. So they may be able to set a goal that they want to stop smoking in the near future, but if they have no real purpose for that, then they're not going to stop. Give them a purpose. When they develop lung cancer and the doctor tells them they're going to die in three months if they don't quit smoking, now they got a purpose to quit smoking and they're going to stick to the goal to quit because they don't want to die. Okay, enough on purpose. Next part of goal setting. So so part one, figure out what your, let's say, emotional purpose is, right? What is it, what is the overarching purpose here that is very emotional and very dramatic for you and that you are very tied to? Next, set a manageable timeline. If you want to lose 100 pounds, you're not going to lose 100 pounds in three months. If you want to earn a degree in order to make yourself better available for that dream job that you want, chances are, chances are, if you're just starting out, you're not going to earn that degree in the next three months. So don't think that when you set a goal, you're going to quickly achieve this goal. Sometimes we're going to achieve the goal much slower than we think we are. Sometimes we're going to achieve the goal faster than we think we are. But the bottom line is we have to provide ourselves with a manageable amount of time to achieve that goal. Oftentimes you can figure out how long it's roughly going to take you to achieve that goal by finding somebody else in life who has already achieved this goal. Pick a role model. Find somebody who you want to emulate because they are where you want to be. Once you have that person, 
you can look at this a couple of different ways. You can then reach out to that person and you can say, hey, so-and-so, you are where I want to be. Can you tell me what you did and how long it took you to get there? That's a great start, right? If the person's not a dick, they're probably going to offer to help you along the way, especially if it's a really good virtuous goal because then those people who are there are probably people who are willing to help other people get up to their level, right? And they're not of the scarcity mindset, which is basically, no, I'm here and I don't want anybody else to be here, so I'm not going to tell you how to get here. Probably, if it's a virtuous goal, they're going to be people of abundance mindset and they're going to help you get up that way. If the person is not available for you to contact, then just simply look at their history if they have one. Maybe it's through social media, maybe it's through blogging, maybe it's through a podcast, but probably this person, if they are are high enough up in their industry, have talked about what they've done in order to get to where they are today at some point in their life. And you can look at that and you can start to tell what their timeline is. So that's number two. Figure out your manageable timeline. Once you have a manageable timeline, make it trackable. Find a way or a system in order to track your progress. Once again, I'm going to promote writing it down. Get out a calendar. Figure out how long your goal is going to take. It's going to take me probably about a year to achieve this goal. Okay, get out a calendar. You've got 12 months. What are you going to do in those 12 months that is ultimately going to help you reach this goal in a year? Maybe it's three years. Get out a piece of paper, figure out what you have to do year one, year two, year three in order to achieve that goal. What you are going to do is trackable because the goal itself is going to be something that is trackable. So in the end, you need to be able to set a goal that once you are at your end point, you can say, I have either achieved this goal or I have not achieved this goal. Let's go back to my original example. Somebody sets a goal of, I want to get into better shape. Not a bad goal, but what I would say to that person is, okay, so in six months from now, how do you know whether or not you have achieved that goal? And they're probably going to say something like, well, I mean, am I in better shape than I am right now? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a, a fair question and a great way of looking at it. But still, it's not something that's observable, measurable, or repeatable. You can't look at yourself in six months and say, simply, am I in better shape than I was six months ago? You could look at yourself six months from now and you can say, is my 400 meter time better? Can I back squat more weight? Can I do more push-ups? Can I do a 20-minute workout without getting quite as winded? And those might all be the ways that you define being in better shape. But those are all better individual goals than just simply saying, I want to be in shape. I'll say some, but something similar to people who come to me and say, I want to lose weight. Great goal, but how do we know when you've achieved that goal? Do you want to lose 5 pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds? What if you lose 100 pounds? Are, is your goal achieved or is it not? You need to boil down your goal so that it's something that has an endpoint that is measurable. Once we have that measurable goal, we can then also break it down into trackable, measurable steps. Actionable steps, 1% marginal gains. I want to be able to back squat 400 pounds. Right now, I can only back, back squat 300 pounds, so I need to be able to increase my back squat by 100 pounds over the next year. Okay, every time 
I increase my back squat by five pounds. I know that I am closer to my goal. That is a trackable end result that I know whether or not I achieved. I want to get this dream job. Okay, what do I need to get there? I need to be able to get a better degree. Okay, what do I need to do in order to get that better degree? First, I have to enroll in school. Okay, if I've enrolled in school, 1% better. Now I need a good GPA. Okay, going to each one of my classes, I have a trackable end result. Did I get a good enough grade in that class in order to increase my GPA or keep it up nice and high? At the end of my manageable time period, did I earn my degree? Yes or no? If yes, fantastic. Goal achieved. Move on. Apply for the job. Did I get the job? Yes. Okay, that's trackable. Goals achieved. It's not enough just to say, I want to get a better job. I don't know what that means. It might be, I want to get a a job that pays me $20,000 more than what I'm making now because of other things that I want to do in my life. Okay, does the new job offer you a $20,000 raise? No, not going to take the job because that doesn't achieve the trackable goal. So we've got finding your purpose and achieving that goal, setting a manageable timeline to achieve that goal, and making the goal trackable with trackable, actionable steps. Now that we have all of that, we get down to the nitty gritty, which is reverse engineering your goal. I've touched on this a couple of times already, but the basic idea of reverse engineering your goal is to say, I know how long it's going to take me to achieve this goal. I know what I need in order to track my goal. Now what do I need to do on smaller incremental step-by-step basis in order to get to that goal. Anytime we can take a large goal and break it down into smaller parts. And this is really a, a, a step um, that we can put, apply to anything that we're going to do in our life. Uh, the Stoics would call this adversity, right? We see something that is in front of us that is blocking our path. We can either work our way through that or we can go around it or we can turn around and go back the other way. We grow by going through it, okay? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to recognize my big goal. That's a big hurdle that's in front of me. I got to reach that goal. If I just try to attack that goal head on, I'm probably not going to get there, okay? What I need to do is I got to break it down into smaller things that I can track and achieve on a regular daily basis. Once again, I can keep plugging this 1% marginal gains in order to get up to that goal. So reverse engineer it. Here's my goal at the end of the year. What do I need to do on a monthly basis, a weekly basis, a daily basis, maybe even an hourly basis in order to get to that goal? Finally, the final strategy in goal setting that is actually going to help you achieve your goal is to put first things first. I'm going to end up doing an entire episode on first things first. So look at this as foreshadowing into that episode. Once we have a goal set, and we have the purpose for that goal, and we have a manageable timeline to achieving that goal, and it's trackable, and it's each individual steps are trackable to get there, and we've reversed engineered it down to knowing what we have to do in smaller increments in order to get to that goal. Now, what we have to do on a daily basis, regardless of what the actual task is that we need to do on a daily basis, is we have to put that important thing first in our life. Another easy example. If I'm going to set a goal, and I don't really 
whatever that goal is. Let's say I, I want to get a new certification, increasing my education, get a new certification. And as part of that certification, it's an online course by which I have to read a book, pass a series of tests, and at the end, I will receive my certification. And that's a goal of mine. I know what I need to do. I know it's going to take, um, I don't know, let's say eight months. And I know what I need to do on a monthly basis. I know what I need to do on a weekly basis. And it comes down to what I need to do on a daily basis. And let's say one of the tasks I need to do on a daily basis is to actually sit down and read this textbook and work my way through the material that I'm going to use then to take the, each one of the individual tests that are ultimately going to lead me to the certification. At the beginning of the day, when I'm sitting down and outlining my day, if I don't put read a section of this book as a daily task and something that I do first in my day, there's a really good chance I'm not going to get to it. So assuming that's important to me, I need to put important things first on my calendar. I need to put important things first on my to-do list. So that way I know that those which are important to me, those which are going to increase my life by 1% every day, those things that are ultimately going to lead me to my goals, those things that are ultimately going to lead me to living out my purpose in a more aligned way than what I'm doing now, those are the important things that I need to put first in my life. So that's the last strategy. Quick review, running a little bit long. One, have a purpose for your goal. Two, set a manageable timeline for that goal. Three, make sure the goal and its individual actionable steps are trackable. Four, reverse engineer that goal into smaller subsets that are easily attainable. And five, make sure that the steps that you have to do in order to achieve that goal are things that you put first in your life. Okay, so we've got our quote for this episode, as I like to do at the end of every episode to kind of bring things back together. This quote today is one from Henry David Thoreau. According to Wikipedia, if you don't know who Henry David Thoreau was, um, I know him as a philosopher from the Transcendentalist movement, but Henry David Thoreau was an American essayist, poet, philosopher, abolitionist, naturalist, um, and a number of other things that they qualify him as. He's best known for his book called uh, titled Walden, which is a reflection upon simple living and the natural surroundings. And he wrote multiple essays on civil disobedience and resistance to the civil government. That really has nothing to do with his quote. I think his quote is much more applicable to what we're talking about, but just so you have a picture of who we're talking about. The quote is from Henry David Thoreau, quote, what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals, end quote. Okay, sit down, think about your goals for 2019. I hope this helps you guys get set up for 2019 so we can have a, a very successful year. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with a new episode. Until then, thank you guys for listening. I hope you love the show.